you know, we're talking about southern things, and I was thinking about that that very thing, though. But do you remember sleeping at night with the windows open, and it was hot as Hades, and my dad would cut that attic fan on. The attic fan? And it would just suck you out into the hallway, I got an amen <laughs> for the attic fan. <laughs> oh, I know they my don't do gosh. them anymore, but we had an attic fan in Pasadena, and I remember oh, we had one, cutting that on and thinking, I had one finally, in, uh, it would in get Maryland. cool enough we could sleep. We had an air conditioner, but my dad ran the attic fan. I don't even know if we I had an know. air conditioner, but we had the attic fan. Um, we would lay down in the hallway. Uh-huh. My mom would pull down you know, the attic staircase Stairs, uh-huh. a little bit, prop it open, because the attic fan was up there. <laughs> And it'd be sucking in, all the uh-huh. windows were open, and we'd be laying there, those four kids in the hallway. It made a huge difference, didn't it? You know what? I love the sound of the fan. <laughs> the sound oh, of the fan. Oh, you do? Oh, I love the sound. Oh. Man, it's it was always nice that... when he cut it off. I just remember ours was so darn loud. Oh, and see, my mom, being from North Carolina, <laughs> she was a Southerner. It didn't matter where we lived in the country. Right. She always said, remember, boy, you are a Southerner. <laughs> When we lived in Chicago, she told me. Oh, we lived she in did. Washington, D.C. We yeah. told, and then finally we moved back into Houston. Yeah. Well, you know, the first time I ever heard that was when I was up in Pennsylvania. And it was my cousin's. And they'd say, this is my cousin, Blenda. And she's a southern girl. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know what that meant then. You know, I was young. But in sweet tea... Goodness gracious, my mom made sweet tea that was so sweet, <laughs> you, you could it. crunch it. You could crunch it. Yeah. I think it was, oh. it might have been a half a gallon of, of tea and a five-pound sack of sugar. I'm really not Man. sure. I'm not so sure we we're That's supposed funny. to be drinking it. It may have been made to sweeten <laughs> the other tea. Well, the problem with sweet tea is once you drink it, you have to have another glass and another glass because it never really quenches your thirst, but, boy, it tastes great. No, you it? need another glass to wash out the, the tea. The, or the, the sugar from your The teeth. sugar that's clinging to Isn't your that funny? Little there. southern things. There's a lot of oh, southern yeah. things, and we've got one guy around here that, boy, he was a, a southern gardener growing up, and... Uh, yeah, he works for the County Extension Service. He's a county extension agent and horticulturist from Texas AgriLife Extension Service. Skip, are you there? We're going to be talking about Skip Richter. <laughs> I am. How I am. are you, How Skip? Are you We're doing great. Talking about uh, really southern things this whole show. And Well, you're a southern boy, aren't you? That's right. Grew up in Texas, and in, in South Texas even, so I'm southern for the southern. <laughs> you're the southern <laughs> of all southerners, huh? Well, you know, there's something, there's a relationship that I think Southerners have with a garden that's a little bit different than up north. I mean, yeah, that's right. And, and, uh, yeah, you tell me what you think it is because it's, uh, we're part, we don't just look at the garden, we're part of the garden. It it is. And, you know, there's there's different kinds of Southern, too. You know, there's the southeastern United States and all the kinds of plants and things that are typically grown there. And then, uh, here in Texas, we have a, a little bit different uh, palette of plants, depending on what part of the state you're from. Uh, and, and the vegetables vary, too. I notice uh, in a lot of the South, people love collards. That's just a big... That's true. A big <laughs> oh, my gosh. If it was green, my mom could cook it down and oh, eat it. Oh, that's funny. Skip, yeah. I walked into the kitchen one time. This is no joke. I hope you got a second. But oh. I walked into our kitchen, and every horizontal surface was covered with mounds of leaves. And I looked at my mom and said, what are you doing? He said, well, so-and-so's dad said he had some greens, and I bought them from him. I'm getting ready. So anyway, about an hour and a half later, it was all in one pot. Now, I don't... That's that old Southern way of cooking it down, the green mush. You wash and stack <laughs> them on paper towels and lay them all over. But a little lemon, a little salt and pepper, oh, and a no. little uh, oil, and she was happy. You know, I think my mom overcooked stuff, and I grew up 
a lot of times not liking a vegetable that later when I discovered you could just barely cook it or, or wilt it if it was a green, you know, not leave it on so long. My mom did the same thing. I, you know, that's that old Southern way of doing stuff. Yeah, you know, spinach is not really supposed to be gray. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. To be green. My mother did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, every, yeah, everything we had was basically a smoothie. It was <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, what, what, yeah. where was your mom from? Was she also from Texas? Yeah, yeah, okay. South Texas, all, just all uh, part of the deal. But we grew all kinds of things, you know, tomatoes and, and peppers and squash. Well, gosh, we grew a lot of squash. Uh, but, you know, zucchini, there ought to be a law in Texas that you can only plant three zucchini plants, because otherwise you're going to have truckloads of that stuff. I know, you don't you don't realize it, though, because you think, well, maybe, you know, I wonder how they're going to turn out. They always turn out. What's the biggest yeah, zucchini you've ever personally picked? The personally? Well, I made a canoe out of one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they start off, it's like they're edible size today, and tomorrow there's big as your arm. Yeah. Yeah. Mean, you know? Uh-huh. So zucchini right. boat, huh? Yeah. yeah, zucchini boat. Actually, and John, I'm not making this up, uh, Blenda. The once I was in California, and I can't remember what town, but they had the zucchini festival there. The uh-huh. whole town festival was around zucchini, and they had things that a contest of making stuff with zucchini, and there was a zucchini bikini. <laughs> that someone had made. It was on a person, not on a person. That is. It would have been. Bizarre. That's bizarre. Somebody could stepped into that, huh? I'm all for bizarre. <laughs> yes, I, guess I can they test have problems with what to do with all the extra zucchini too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. so okay. So collard oh. greens and tomatoes and peppers right. and squash, zucchini. What about radishes? Oh, oh we got to have okra too. Okra, yeah, yeah that's a good one. That's the staple of the south. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody grew up with fried okra or boiled okra, depending on what part of the South you're from. Well, my mom could yeah. fry anything. We fried pretty much everything. Yeah, if it was <laughs> if it was edible, and if it wasn't edible, you fried it, and yeah. then it was. So, <laughs> I mean, you go to the state fair, and you can have fried deer and fried ice. <laughs> I know they fry Twinkies. They just fry everything. Right? <laughs> I don't think that's good for you, though. No, I'm I'm sure it's not. So, what is it you think about? Uh, I mean, it, my my mom grew up canning everything too. I mean, it was not only grown in the garden, but then what was what you couldn't eat, you would just can and put out and or put up. I guess you got to put it up, right? That's what was the right term. Yeah. yeah, we did too. We uh, we did can a lot of green beans and different things like that. Of course, we left green beans off that list a while ago. How about beans uh, and corn? Oh, yeah, did did you can beans. those together? Well, you know, we didn't can a lot of corn. We typically froze the corn right. uh, that we had. Okay. But uh, some people do. Oh, see, that would require having electricity to your house. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't have roaming water. <laughs> well, well, he's a southern boy, so. I mean, my mom didn't have indoor plumbing growing up until she was about oh, 12 to 15, so. Oh, That's why nothing got frozen, I think. It was more of a, yeah, everything got canned. You know, it's interesting. People are, are getting interested in, in some of those types of, of uh, activities again. There's always a kind of a back-to-nature sort of, or back-to-the-basics the mm-hmm. thing that seems to cycle around every few decades. Uh, I guess as it gets lost as an art, and then maybe somebody grows up and Grandma did it, but Mom didn't, they start getting interested in it again. 
Right. That's right. Well, it's because we don't have time anymore, right? I mean, we don't have someone at the house who's able to tend to the gardens and, and then can those foods while we're all, we're all out And working. I think that's where a whole lot of uh, social interaction took place. Because when my mom was canning stuff or picking things or cutting things, it was a group of ladies sitting around talking, Snapping beans. usually talking about the men. <laughs> You know, oh, what yeah. idiots we, you know, what idiots the guys are. They sit around and it was kind of a half gossip, half news. And, and they were canning and cutting and putting up was what they did as a background to their discussion. Well, and when you, when you bring up groups and discussion like that, we got to talk about the queen of the Southern Garden. And that's the, the, the uh, black eyed peas and the purple hull peas oh, yeah. and the powder and cream peas. Oh, yeah. And, you know, those you could just sit and shell and shell. And I, I've, I've watched a lot of TV shelling peas. Uh-huh. <laughs> we had sit outside with it because we'd make a mess. And so we'd get out on the swing, our porch swing, and we'd, we'd shell them for my grandmother or snap the peas is what I had to do. Or we'd take out, she'd show me a faster way to get the beans out, you know, black eyed peas. Yeah, Skip. Are those all different real plants? Or are those all the same name for the same? Pl- are different names for the same? Oh, they're plant? they're they're quite different. Um, and I've been excited to see in some of the grocery stores that are carrying them fresh frozen now. Um, they'll they'll shell them out and then freeze them. Right. Uh, where you actually get the taste. If you've ever had fresh shelled peas uh-huh. as opposed to something from a can, that's the one vegetable where there is absolute. It, it's just a different creature altogether. That's true. Uh, when it's fresh. But yeah, cream peas uh, are very different in their texture and the, and the way they cook up. Uh, black-eyed peas, purple hulls, crowders, uh, uh, just a, a lot of different. And each has a unique flavor. Okay. you got to put bacon and onions in all of them. Which <laughs> That's a southern thing, too. Yeah. I don't think you can that fat back. South without bacon. <laughs> oh, no. My mom called it fat back. <laughs> fat back was... Go- in fact, if you had... If it you had an ailment on bacon. your body, you could tape fat back to it, and it would take care. <laughs> I I had animals chasing yeah. me forever growing and it kept up. Kept you single as well, you know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If you had that taped on you, you're not going out Saturday night. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, bacon and onions make any meal good. Right. Oh yes. In yeah. fact, you can just that was kind of potpourri at our house. <laughs> <laughs> If you cook it, people think you're making lunch. I know oh. they do. If I saute <laughs> celery and onion, my kids will go, what are we having? Uh, Thanksgiving dinner? I'm like, no. Right. But, yeah. That's right. If we're talking about southern vegetables. I, I just want to throw one more in there, and that's the, the uh, sweet potato. Oh, my oh, gosh. yeah. That's an important one. You know, Is a lot it? of those things take so long to produce that they're not grown so much up north. Minnesota. What could we? Yeah, what, <laughs> true, that's true, right? What could we be planting right now this weekend? Uh, all of those uh, warm season vegetables. Okay. We're still able to plant. You know, it's it's a little late on tomatoes, but some people are still planting them. Sure, yeah. Uh, and and but but peppers and eggplant and uh, everything we've mentioned today can be going in now. Uh, everything that likes heat, uh, uh, melons. It's that's another. Gosh, watermelons in the south, that's, that's important. Uh, watermelons, cantaloupes, muskmelons, uh, all of the melons. The, uh, we can all plant them right now. All of them right now. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a little hard to find uh, starts of sweet potatoes and stuff this early, but they can be planted now. Some people sprout their own potatoes, you know, in a glass of water and break off the sprouts and go out and plant them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can start your own if you want to do that. Okay. 
Sounds great. Well, I appreciate your time as always, and uh, some great information, and we'll you're get... and you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> you are funny. Okay. We'll, we'll get back <laughs> with you soon. To talk to. Yes, okay. sir. Thanks Thank so you, much, Skip. Skip. Skip Richter, County Extension Agent, Ag- uh, Texas Agri Life. He's a horticulturist. That guy's awesome. Uh, if you need uh, more information, you you really could go to uh, his website or go to uh, R Richter. It's R R I C H T E R Richter at ag.tamu.edu.